Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football. The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win the league every year. When I, I spoke with Kevin, if I'm going to sign or no for Olympiakos, he said, you're a crazy good deal, like my friend. I can't speak, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's happening, everybody? We are Gate 7 International, your number one English source for all things Olibiakos. We're back. Yeah, we didn't do an episode on Sunday. It's been some time, you know. We deserve a break as well after the season's the season's over. And uh, guess what? We've accumulated lots of transfer info, lots of things going on, lots of bullshit in the media, uh, <laughs> lots of names, five or six names every day. We're gonna try and uh, and get through the most important ones today. Uh, you got your transfer special. I've got Labro Sirmos with me from Switzerland. Labro, how are you doing, man? Yeah, from Switzerland, maybe not for long. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Um, it's hot, it's rainy, it's humid here in Switzerland. It's not great. Um, I noticed something from the intro. I like to hold my face like this. Aren't we not supposed to do that with COVID? Anyway, I, I just noticed that random thought. Um, excited to go through transfer rumors, a lot of bullshit lately, a lot of names. Not a lot of things happening, though. So I don't know. We can start with whoever you want to go with. As we know, my expertise is in the bullshit barometer. I can kind of tell when these things are real, when they're not, when they're fake, when they're real. So yeah we can we can have it out all right well before we get into it guys as usual like if you haven't subscribed already please do like and subscribe it really helps in terms of getting the episode uh, out to more viewers uh, listeners uh, if you haven't subscribed you subscribe and you'll be able to comment in the chat as well uh, we want to get as many people involved as we can and with that, just yeah, before we get into transfers, so the team is going to be getting together, I believe, around the 14th of this month. 14th of June is the day that the team is going to be going back to Reddy for the beginning of preseason. So is the first time in over two seasons now that the players have had a proper break. It's been one of the one of the big issues that we've been talking about. We hear the club's been talking about the last, I mean, the last uh, the last year in particular. So we do hope they are fully rested and that we do see a turnaround in terms of the performances. Um, so 14th of June, guys, big day, and then 22nd of June, the team will be heading out to Austria as usual uh, for preseason camp. Um, some of the friendlies have been announced already among them uh, the big one in austria is going to be against um salzburg the austrian champions there's also a game against uh, slavia prague that's been that's been uh, confirmed so those are the two high profile friendlies that we'll be playing out in out in austria and then the team's expected back towards the beginning of july in greece where there will be a couple of friendlies there as well uh, and of course second round of champions league qualifiers start on the 19th or the 20th of july is the first leg so that just to give you guys a full picture uh, a full picture of where uh, you know key dates when things are when things are kicking off what to expect in the few in the weeks uh, ahead Okay, so let's get into this now. You guys are here to hear transfer news. You guys are here to hear our thoughts on um, on what we've been hearing and the priorities that have been uh, announced well, in, in the press. They are Al-Arabi, the striker position, uh, right back has been said uh, as being a priority for Pedro Martins. Pedro Martins has apparently asked for a right back to be at the beginning of preseason on the 14th of June. Today is the 2nd of June. We are recording this episode. And the third one is winger. 
And let's start in that order. Let's go straight to El Arabi. Labro, um, do you want to kick us off? Like, where, where are we with this uh, situation? I don't know. What does anyone? I, I what was it? The club made the post, and everyone was saying, "No, oh, he's re-signed." But I, I don't think they're that good at social media. I think they just have like scheduled posts that they do, and they said they had this photo and they scheduled posted it. But I was listening to the radio, and they were like, "This post means he's signing, and everyone's excited." I think that's bullshit. But honestly, I think he's signing, re-signing. I think he's got the club kind of hostage. To be honest, they need Alarabi. The story about Abu Bakar Kamara coming to Olympiacos was such bullshit. It was kind of like, oh, this is supposed to like make El Arabi sign faster. We've got this other shitty striker ready to come in. I think he's going to be signing. I I'm, I would say before the end of next week, I would expect it to be announced for another year. Yeah, so it's, at fun- least. it's funny because, I mean, he was out in Miami for holidays. He went to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. They've been... You know, reporting all of his holidays on the radio. He went to a Celtics game to watch Miami play uh, play the Celtics. Uh, then he went back to Greece. He was in Greece, I think, the beginning of this yeah beginning of this week. Yeah. Um, which um, which was shortly after, of course, Nottingham Forest uh, got their got their um, promotion to the Premier League confirmed. He came back to Greece, and then he was he's off in Morocco now. So I don't know if you know he didn't sign the con- a new contract because Marinakis was in England or what's going on, but uh, but yeah, there's been a lot of fanfare, as you said, a lot of uh, y- you know excitement yesterday because of this social media post with him, uh, you know, t- touching the badge. I I don't read into that too much to be honest. Have you um, seen Olympiakos social media? It's like. Big Avram with the tackle. No one gets past him. Like, blah, blah. Jan and Villas, this, like, do people actually think the people running the social media are smart enough to do something like that? Or, like, have you seen yeah. the level, the social media? Like, I know it's been contentious, but. I'm not reading into it too much. I'm to not be reading honest. anything. I don't think they have the power to do that, even the social media team. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let, 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 let's let's just state the fact. So El Arabi has been offered, by all reports, a two million a year contract plus one million bonus. The bonus entails, um, well, half of the bonus is basically winning the league, and the other half is getting into the group stage uh, group stages of the Champions League. Mm-hmm. So that's. If we win the league and if we get into the group stages, that means we're giving Yusef Al Arabi three million a year because the second year is guaranteed. So it's a two-year closed contract, not one plus one. It's a, it's a two-year deal. Um, I understand that this is a predicament for the club because El Arabi is a proven goal scorer, and in spite of his age, he's a proven goal scorer. He knows the club. He's club captain now. Um, he's he knows us. We know him. And hopefully, I think what the the rationale is that he's going to have a pro, full preseason behind him, and his performances should be better than what they were last year. Which, in any yeah. case, he still scored twenty goals. A lot of them penalties. Let's say that. Um, mm-hmm. I still think it's a lot of money, man. Like I, I personally would have liked to see. Some proper scouting, you know, to find the replacement striker. Not uh, we all thought, yeah, we, we all thought it might be Tiquinho in his second year. I'm not sure about that. There are rumored bids for Tiquinho coming in. Yeah, like yeah. you said, we're kind of hostage, aren't we? We we don't have any other option. I I think the story about Abu Bakar Kamara, who's who's a nutcase too. Can we just say that? He got arrested like from the Fulham training grounds. They took him out in handcuffs because he assaulted Alexander Mitrovic. Like we want this, we want to add this guy to the clown show. Like, I don't know. (laughs) We can talk about that another time, but I think it's if, if El Arabi brings Olympiacos to the Champions League and wins the title, I think the 3 million is worth it. I know that sounds crazy, but the money from the Champions League is worth it. So it gives him an incentive to show up as well because it's been pretty bad. Um, 
I just don't think the club has any other option. They've kind of backed themselves into this corner here. They've, it's a self-inflicted wound, in my opinion. There was no other option on the table. You can't go into these games with Tiquinho and Hassan. Um, I, I just, I think, I think two millions a bit much. The the bonus a bit much, but there's no other option at this point. I, I don't know. It's risky. It's risky, otherwise, yeah. isn't it? Because who are you going to find who for the same find? money? Who you, no one. Who are you going to find? find? You can't find yeah. what El Arabi gives you for for. Yeah, Zahavi, the same offer has been given to Zahavi, supposedly, but now he wants to go to Brazil or maybe back to Israel. So it's rumors. But also, rumors. it's risky. You bring this guy Zahavi in. He just had knee surgery like three weeks ago. It wasn't a big procedure, I guess. He's already training again. But this guy's never been around the club. He shows up, takes him some time to adapt, and he's going to take you to the Champions League now as well. I I think you have to give it to Larabi, I think. I, what, what, there's no other option. If the club had figured a signing out before the summer and someone was at least coming in, it would be okay. But now they're in a corner where they have to resign him. I, I think that's my opinion, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, guys, at the end of the day, we are 2nd of June today, and this should be coming to an end in the next yeah. week. Uh, so a little bit more patience, guys. We we will, I think in a week, we'll know what's going on. Because like I said at the beginning, 14th of June, preseason starts. We need to have a striker there. Also, um, of course, this is random. But do we know if Valbuena has re-signed? I just assume no, he is. He, he didn't hasn't, resign? He hasn't, he hasn't put pen to paper. I just assume so. so. He's vacationing in Greece. He's taking all these photos. Like, like yeah. because June 14th is 12 days away. Exactly. Is Avram gonna be there June 14th as well? Like I, I maybe they all like, sign on the same day. <laughs> I think they've I would I don't think they put pen to paper or they just haven't announced it yet because it just seems incredibly incompetent to not have them signed with 12 days to go before preseason. Maybe no. with the other two. I don't think it's controversial with the other two. Yeah, I like, think it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's pretty straightforward. Okay, whether or not, like, you know, we should be prioritizing younger players and, you know, this is a different discussion. But uh, I guess, you know, we've talked a lot about El Arabi so many times yeah. before. People and about listen to other episodes where we talk yeah. about, well, is he worth two million? I see the discussion, or is he worth two million? Is he worth a million and a half? Is he worth three million? We've already yeah. had these discussions for a year, um, and all of us, I think, have differing opinions. It's kind of like a and, bar, whatever. So, and about Zahavi as well. I mean, just very quickly on that one. Yeah. Um, I think if Tiquinho leaves, like tiquinho has got a big, fairly big contract. I think he gets just over a million in uh, in salary. And I mean, I would. I don't. I've always been very clear. I don't think El Arabi and Tiquinho up front together worked. I don't think it ever worked. I Zahavi and El Arabi, maybe they're both thirty-five, but it's, yeah, it's a it's a little risky. Would have liked to seen the club invest in a younger player or maybe bring in a player from from the academy. There was so much uh, hope about Algasim Bar when we signed him. Yeah. Apparently, he's going to be going to preseason, so he'll right. be starting off. Yeah. So who who knows? Um, I think I think if Algasim Bar, I think if Dabo goes, I think a few of them may win spots. It's the same thing with Agi Bukamara. I think these guys are so much more talented. Kinkue for sure knows this guy sucks, but like. Algasin Ba, one day Kinkui is going to be like the best center back of all time. Watch, and I'll be eating my words. But um, I think some of these younger players from better green leagues, like DB Keita as well, um, I think if they show up, they can surprise a bit of like Agi Bukamara last season. So um, yeah. they're kind of sleeper picks to show up at preseason and fill in a role. Um, and in these random summer games, I feel like it's before transfers develop. I remember last season, well, it was because of COVID, but just random players were playing. Markovic played quite a bit. Um, Surlis played as well. Um, I'm trying to remember a few others, but but people got chances, if I remember correctly. So, Yeah, and then they never played we'll again. But let's yeah. not talk about that now yeah. because... Um, 
now we can bring in another young transfer we're going for uh, in the midfield to bring some new legs. Should we talk about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get to that. I just want to read some of the comments before we okay, do. Okay, bring them um, in before moving on. Uh, no chuff days. Our friends at uh, our friends from Ammonia in Cyprus and gutted to see Maxi not signing up for another year. We'll miss him for sure. Uh, it's not over yet, mate. Uh, maybe maybe he does end up coming back. We'll see. Uh, I wouldn't rule that out, uh, to be honest. Uh, John Tabukas, morning from IC Melbourne, lads. Good start to the weekend with uh, Elada getting the three points. So, yeah, the, the national team did win their first match in the Nations League against Northern Ireland. I didn't watch the game, neither did uh, Labros. Personally, I've got better things to do than watch uh, yeah, I don't have time. Nations League. I, I just don't have time. Yeah, I don't have time. So, sorry, guys. I, I know there's a, a couple of other people in the comments uh, saying, can we talk about the national team? We'll do another national team episode. Adi, Adi, Adi well, we, there's yeah. four games this this like international window. Adi, as you guys know, is our international Greek national team guy. So I'm sure he's going to do not, a wrap-up episode. Or when do they even play again? Sunday, Saturday? Maybe he'll do, Adi will do an episode on Sunday. I think we've got Kosovo next, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah, we do. I think so. Uh, look at my eyes, DC. With three million, we can get a better and younger striker. I'm not too mm -hmm. sure about that, ma'am. Um, it, risky. It's risky with a young risky. player That's like that. Problem. That's the thing, yeah. That's what we... The team is really risk adverse, I think. It goes back to... That's why uh, Pedro Martins is even here, guys. Like the team is super risk adverse, yeah. adverse, not adverse, risk averse. They don't want to risk missing Europe, a blow up of the team. So they're kind of sticking with what works, what wins them championships. Will it catch up to them? I think so. I talked about this after going out in the cup with Pauk, but we just have to support them at this point um, and see what happens. Unfortunately, this is where we are. We'll always support and we'll always make our criticism constructive. And if we get emotional, we get emotional because we're fans and people get emotional. Uh, but we always try and keep it reason reasonable. Some people more exactly. reasonable than others. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, Vagulas 12, I think two per year is okay, but I find the extra one million unreasonable, says uh, Vagelas, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mano says, hello, Yasu Mano, Calispera. Um, and yeah, now I think where the other comments are. Yeah, one more here from Mano. If we keep Hassan and sell Tikinio, it would be a huge foul. Tikinio scored all these goals this year with zero attacking creativity from the team. I don't think he got great service this year, man. I mean, I don't we think all... anyone did, but no. uh, people were taking Al Arabi to the slaughtering house too this season. So, yeah. I just think like Oleg Rayovchuk, fucking Kenny Lala. It's like you're playing with nine players. You add in Bukharlakis there. And you're looking at real shit, you know. Whoa. <laughs> uh, there's not much creativity in the team. And uh, we'll see. Maybe we get something here. Yeah, and with that, I guess we can we can move on to the other youngster that we're looking to, yeah. to sign, apparently. Uh, yeah. Uh, our old fan favorite and club captain, Luka Milivojevic. Is... Yeah, getting younger in the midfield. We need some more running. Uh, oh, no. I, I, I love the guy. He, I think when we listed some of our favorite Olympiakos players ever, I listed Luka Milivojevic. I really loved him. Um, but he's like 31, 32. Okay, which is fine, but... In what world is Luka Milivojevic, if I remember Luka Milivojevic, what was it, almost five years ago now, playing with Jan and Via? I cannot see it. I cannot wrap my brain around this. How are these two players going to play together? It makes no sense to me. I, I just, maybe I need to see it to believe it, but I don't see it. I really don't see it. Who do you, uh, I look, I... I'm also a bit baffled by this one. As much as I, I like the player quite a lot. Not, I wasn't like I'm not. I wasn't ever crazy about him. I thought he was a like a good player for us, and I appreciated his his passion, his aggression. Um, but 
I guess the thing that annoys me about the Milivojevic rumours is that on the one hand, we hear that Olympiakos isn't willing to give two or three million to buy George Baldock or like a decent right back. Like Premier but League experience is well, very good. Exactly. Good exactly. But we're apparently willing to give Luka Milivojevic a contract and pay his team. And it's yeah. going to be way more than that in a position in the in the park where we already have quite quite a lot of depth. Doesn't make sense. It, I think they're mi- mixing something up. I think he's going to go to Forest. I don't know. I have a gut feeling. I I mean, it, so 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 Forest is is an option for for reasons we all understand. Yeah, but they but need then, Premier League experience. I. I I think Luka Milivojevic offers that. He's solid. He has a free kick, takes penalties. But to, in our team, it makes no sense, man. I just – is Jan and Via – like, we've tried this experience with Envia and Bukhalakis and our eyes bleed, and we're going to do it with – albeit a better player. Are we really going to do this again? Are we – he's 31. Another big contract on the books that you can't resell – there's not going to be a resell of Luka Milivojevic for money. What is the point? How many big contracts, bloated, older contracts are we going to have on this roster? It's going to be... I'm not going to root, write him off, I guess I would say, but it just it makes no sense. There's no innovation. It's just recycled ideas of it. It's, um, I don't know. I think that there are conversations between the club and Luka. I think there always has been um, a, a contact and a relationship that's maintained since since he left to one yeah. degree or another. I, I mean, he, he was loved by the club and he loved the club. The fans yeah. the fans took to the player as well because of the way he is on the pitch, the way he... And off, and off yeah, the pitch too. Yeah, yeah, so the baseball cap when we went yeah. and played Dinamo Zagreb and, and you know, all of those things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't see this happening this season, but the one thing I will say is that Jan and Villa's contract ends next year. Yeah. So Could work I don't know if they're kind of, you know, having some talks in anticipation of a potential bid for Jan, whether it's, uh, I don't know, a bid that might come from the Middle East or a bid that might come from, from France. Um, but that's something to, to keep in mind because that's the only logical explanation that I can yeah. find for this. I just, I can't, I've, you know, we, we posted this on Instagram and some people said, oh, maybe it would be interesting to have Luca and Jan and then Madi, you know, or someone like Madi with a bit yeah. more pace and energy playing with them in a three-man midfield or, or Kunde, I, I don't know, but I I don't see this happening. We don't have enough creativity on the wings or at the fullback position to play a midfield of Jan and Via, Luka Milivojevic, and Mari Kamara. Like, who is going to create Gary Rodriguez and Masuras? Give me a break. You know what I mean? There's just no, there's no creativity in the team, and it looks like Oleg's staying. He's going to be the starter. There's no links with left backs anymore. There was the Rafa Suarez, who I think is signing for Pauk. Was that the name? Rafa Suarez? Yep. yep. I, I I remember reading him about... Uh, I, I, I don't know. Luke, look at my eyes, DC says. Fulham and Everton also want to sign him. Yeah, that's right. So, um, mm. obviously, Marco Silva being the manager at Fulham. Uh, yeah. Milivojevic played under under Marco Silva uh, during his year with, with us. So, they, they know each other. I think he came in when we sold Samaris. And he played immediately in, in Marco Silva's team. So uh, Alexander Mitrovic plays for Fulham too. They know each other from the from the Serbian they're, national no, they're very team. good friends because they live in London as well. Their families are really close from what I've read yeah. as well. Yeah, of course. And he wouldn't need to move. I mean, Crystal Palace is a London-based team and, and so is yeah. Fulham. So he wouldn't be moving. Um, so, yeah, guys. I think that uh, makes I, a lot of sense as a move. I, I, I don't. I, I, I see him going to Fulham. If I'm if I'm perfectly honest, I think I think he'll end up there if I could venture a guess. Um, this is interesting. So Dabo, for those of you that remember, we signed this player Abdullah Dabo from Nantes. I think it was right. Nantes, uh, yeah. 
from Nantes in in January. He he had a couple of games with with the B team. He recently had a he had an issue with his knee. He picked up an injury in one of the last B team games yeah. uh, some weeks ago. But uh, the good news is is that if you follow him on Instagram, you see that he's been going to the gym. He's yeah, been he's in training. the gym. He's uh, he's getting ready, and we have learned from sources that he he, he looks to be in, in a good in a good shape, and he should be starting uh, preseason training with the first team on the fourteenth of June. Um, we have that inside information from from our sources. I mean, I I haven't seen the guy play ninety minutes, but yeah. He's big, he's strong, he's fast, he's left-footed. There's something, there's definitely something there, and I would love to see him in um, in preseason in this year. And who knows, this might be the next Agibu or you know the next um, the next Project France yeah. uh, signing. That's uh, it's that uh, there's a few of that, those guys. You just hope one of them breaks. Like Fadiga, I also thought was very good when he played. But they were playing him on the wing, which he looked yeah. much more like a midfielder than winger to me. But uh, we'll see. It's Will the team look to risk? Will the team look to refresh? Or are we going back with the same shit? Um, to me, the team has to innovate. There has to be innovation. There has to be change. And if there's not, I think we're, I'll say for another episode, we're in big trouble for the Champions League qualifiers. I I don't know how this team goes by anyone after what we saw at the end of the season. So maybe they'll figure it out. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, got another comment from ASG7. Luke is a great player with good Maddy, yes, but good Maddy doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, mate. And yeah. Uh, to be honest, I, I mean, if we don't sell Maddy this summer, then. What are we doing? Why is he still here? It's it's a kind of insane. How many years has it been now? Four. I mean, he came when yes, four because he yeah, came when uh, he came with um, with Martins. And it's it's almost five years for Papsi say like. Oh, it's, it's nearly six, I think, for Pape. Yeah, he it's had incredible. The... It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. He... I... I don't. I don't know. I um, think uh, I, th there were some rumours about Madi Kamara. I don't know if we started those because we <laughs> we, yeah. we 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 were. Uh, I mean, we commented on Twitter that if there is a player in our squad that can play in the Premier League and move to Forest and have an impact, then probably him. Uh, yeah. So and Popsy said, I I really think I really think it makes sense for both sides. I I don't even think Madi Kamara should be at preseason. I I really think. I really don't think that's great having him there, but we'll see. Maybe the vacation's good for him, resets, all of them reset. Who knows? So moving on, we have some some developments. Developments. We have Christian Sale. I read this one, I think, and this is one I brought kind of higher to the list I wanted to talk about because I've read Christian Teo's name for like four years, I swear. I swear I've read Crucianteo, Olympiacos, blah, 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 for how many summers now? The only difference is Crucianteo is out of contract in the end of the month, I think, this month. I have no idea. Yeah, 30th um, of June. Yeah, yeah. 30th of June. So it makes sense. It's free. It's cheap. He's over 30 years old. It checks all the boxes. He's expensive. He played for a big team. He's cheap. Uh, not cheap. He's very expensive. And yeah, so yeah, I think it checks all the boxes. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh. Greetings yeah. from Kavala, Ira K7. Thank you so much for the donation. Thanks, uh, man. Thanks a lot, guys. Um, mu much appreciated. We that that that's really great. I think that's our second or third donation. Yeah, guys. Thank you for <laughs> the. You, you don't have to donate, but if you want to donate, thank you so much. Well, F one day we'll have T-shirts. We want merch one day. I have a dream. I'm going to be passing out T-shirts outside of Karisgaki Stadium, but we'll see. Τους θερμούς χαιρετισμούς μας στην Καβάλα. Ευχαριστούμε και πάλι. 
Uh, yeah, guys, as, as Labro said, like we do want to print some Gate 7 International t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, if someone wants no... to send some designs, feel, th feel free, because I'm not very good at it and I'm trying. But... We, we, we got something up our sleeve. But uh, you know what? before we do merchandise as well, I have to say that one of my dreams and I think one of our dreams as well is that you know, we, we live abroad huh? and uh, it's been fantastic building this building this community and building up this channel as well. And we see so many of you coming um, coming back, like always with us, whether it's uh, Mano, Sparos, uh, some other, you know, I, I, I pick out a couple of those names, you know, Pedro Lots Martin comes, Pedro Martins comes Pedro to Pedro Martins. Oh God, I forgot about this bet. Remember when I said if Remy Cabea takes us to the Champions League, I'll get a haircut like him. Oh my God, please God, I hope he never comes. <laughs> Guys, um, what what we would really love is like uh, if if and when we get an opportunity to come and watch a game in Athens, we would love to meet as many of you as possible, like outside the stadium, um, do some you know do some interviews outside the stadium, some fan cam, take some pictures. Yeah. Like we would love to do that. Um, so hopefully, hopefully we will get a chance to do that soon. Uh, Merhaba to our friends from Turkey, Olympiakos, Turkey. Guys, any of you going to the visit uh, the, the games in Austria? Uh, Labra and I talked about this. It's difficult. It's, um, it's a little bit far, and it doesn't co it doesn't coincide with my my holiday dates, unfortunately. Uh, Labra, I don't, I don't know about you. One step too far, and and for me, the it's really bad timing for me because my thesis is due at the end of the month, and I start working. <clears throat> I started working at the end of the month too. It's, it's it's difficult. If it was in Switzerland, yes, I would go. If it was in Belgium, yes, I'd go. But Austria is a bit difficult for me. And also, it's not like it's in a big city in Austria. You got to take a car or rent a car or find lodging. It's it's a bit tough. So I don't think so. No, but do you know what, guys? If any of you are going to Austria, like take take some vids. Like send the, if you do send the vids in. Like we'll play them on the show. Like yeah. Um, that 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 would be awesome. Christian like, Teo scoring his banging goal for his thirty second birthday, reminiscing on the time he played for Barcelona fifteen years ago. It's gonna be. He's the perfect signing. He's expensive. Like where was I before? He's expensive. Yeah. He's free. And what was I gonna? He's over thirty. He checks all the boxes to be an Olympiacos player. And I don't know. I think he's perfect. I. He's fast. He's fast. What what else can you do? I don't know. I I he's fast, guys. I think Henry Onyekuru, that was unlucky. Christian Teo. He's fast. I don't know. I, I think he's perfect. I, think I, he's perfect. I mean, like you said at the beginning, he's a player that's been linked with the club so like for so many years. He's like, like Ricardo like, Quaresma 2.0. You remember that guy? Like every summer it was like. I'd still take Quaresma. I do. I would too. Those outside. Really better than all of our wingers put together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hot no. take. But True. uh yeah. Still uh, I want to read this comment. Uh, Hot take. Der Profidiga says Teo will be the two Ronnie Lopez. I think you mean, yeah, he'll be Ronnie oh, Lopez yeah. 2.0. Oh. Interesting that you mentioned Ronnie Lopez. Supposedly the club wants him back after he played one good game after being on the bench all season. They're like, actually, Ronnie Lopez isn't bad. Can we uh, can we get Ronnie Lopez in? It's like, what the fuck are you? Why was he on the bench the whole season? This comment again from the same, same guy. Can we get Spence? I assume you mean Jed Spence. Is this realistic? No, it's not. Million. 20, no, we won't even pay friend. 2 million euros for George Bulldog. We're going to pay 20 million euros for Jed Spence. Come on, man. Nottingham Forest do not own Jed Spence. They Jed Spence not. is on loan from Middlesbrough. And Tottenham want him. Uh, Bayern Munich expressed interest back in January. And I think Arsenal were interested in him in January. Uh, so, yeah, Jed, Jed Spence, like I've mentioned him as well. I'd, yeah, that would be fantastic, but not happening. Uh, I'm afraid not, but fantastic player. Very exciting right back. Like, look out for him next season. He's going to be, that'd be great if Forrest can can hang on to him. That's going to be tough even for them to, to keep a hold on to him. Yeah. 
And Sparrow says, I was going to go to Austria to see my family, but I'm working, so I can't make the game. Yeah, think again, awesome. think again, Sparrow's like, but it's you know, also you, like preseason. You've been to preseason, but like, is preseason really worth it to take vacation time when you could like save pre save the vacation to go to like, let's say, like we did, we went to Frankfurt? Uh, I mean, preseason, I, I like going to preseason games. Uh, uh, was also, it, uh, there's no one there, so you can interact with the fans and the players and the coaches. It's, you know what I mean? There's oh, yeah, like, like the, the, in Belgium, I have been. Yeah, of course. Like, when they've come to Belgium, of course, I've gone to the, all the preseason games. Um, hang on a minute. Romans, Mirnilis, why are you why are you reminding me of Tunjai? Are you talking about the Turkish player with the long hair? Uh, where did this, this came up? Has this come up in the chat? Anyway, <laughs> I don't even I think, know who that is. I'm not I think, yeah. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, because people are now throwing out yeah, names. Quaresma, yeah. Ben Arfa, Rubinho, like players that we've been linked with. In even the Ronaldinho was linked a few summers. Like Tunjai. I remember Tunjai. Do you do you remember Tunjai? No, you're you're probably no too young. You're too young. <laughs> Guys, I mean, look, we, we, we wanted to talk about Christian Teo because, you know, winger is one of the positions we're looking for, like we said. He's but perfect. Honest, but, but, but honestly, like, with, there hasn't been a lot of movement, like, in terms of players on the wing, even even in terms of press rumours. I think Teo is the only one that we've heard, and I think it's just one of those, like, players that's been offered to the club by yeah. his agent, and that's it. I think it's one of those... We've more heard more rumors about wingers from Olympiacos leaving, and I see the chat is going off about it. Yogos Masuras is heavily linked with Trabzonspor. Even their coach came out and said, "I want Yogos Masuras." I told the board to bring me Yogos Masuras. Like, imagine you just win the league, and the first thing you want, you're like, "We're gonna make a big signing. We just won the league. We want Yorgos Masuras." No offense. No offense, but if I just won the league after 20 years, I think I don't think Yogos Masuras would be my big summer signing. But okay, for the chats throwing it around, supposedly we want nine million euros. I think someone said that. That's what I read as well. If they give nine. you nine million euros, you you cut their hand off and you you take that nine million euros and you run to the hills. You you run. Even if they give you 7.58 with a, a, a sell-on fee, what is it? Sell-on fee? No, what's it called? Sell-on percentage fee. Percentage, yeah. You you take seven, seven and a half with the fee with the sell-on percentage, and you're golden. You're golden. Yeah, I mean, the questions being asked: Do we see him leaving? I think if we if we get above seven, seven and a half million. You have to take it. You you can't. Yeah, you can't you're never going to get more. You're never going to get more money. Uh, will he leave, though? I mean, look, there's one thing I think to consider is that Bacasetas and Siopis are former teammates of his. Yeah, uh, I think I'm pretty sure they played at Banyonios together, the three of them. So that's maybe, you know, maybe those guys as well have talked to him and say... Because we've heard that Masuras isn't too hot about going to Turkey. It was the same with Fortunis as well. Because we know Fortunis got bids from Turkey, but Fortunis always said, "I don't, not interested in moving to Turkey." But maybe, uh, maybe Bakasetas and Siopis can convince him to go if um, if the two and they're clubs there together with the Greek national team now for two weeks. So yeah, that's like the old LeBron James when he was in the Olympics with the USA team and Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. They spoke together at the Olympics, but whatever um so there's more banter in the chat vagelis mirneos is asking do we remember the roberto uh, zeroberto saga fileo zeroberto the swedish guy they're, they're coming the one together. who broke his back do you remember this he signed for arsenal played one game broke his back guy. he broke his back yeah vageli package deal package deal zeroberto Chelstrom and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys for, for the, the older ones in here. Cesar Delgado. Does anyone remember Cesar Delgado? Let's see if anybody remembers him. He was in the, in, in the newspapers. Uh, Labro for you. He was a Boca Juniors player. Um, it was like, I think he used to play with Tevez uh, at Boca and he was like in the papers all the time. Uh, ben Arfa, people going off in the chat. But, uh, I guess Ben Arfa. I don't know. Yeah, 
Uh, I want to bring up a comment from uh, our friend in, in Moscow, Roman Zmagnidis. With the current situation in Russia, many foreign players that used to play in Russia under contract are free. Krikoviak uh, was one of them, not the best of them, neither the only one worth taking a look. Yeah, he, mm. um, of course, he was at Ayak. He improved their midfielder. He really did improve their midfield. Even they, they were so shit. They they're were so good. shit. They were. They had like four coaches, the caretaker. One person who fits our strategy really well. Criminal attempted to stab someone over thirty. Quincy Promes could be available. Oh, he's uh, he's being done up for murder in the Netherlands. I think that's why he's staying in Russia actually. But he fits our molds. Fits our molds good. I'm thinking. I don't know. Maybe he's looking for a second chance. He's a second chance. He's looking for <laughs> second chance saloon. Like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, to be fair, I really like him as a player as well. Um, did I want him back in the Dutch national team? Maybe, but uh, he can't go back to the Netherlands because he's facing murder charges. But I don't know. Um, maybe that's one player. I don't know. Uh, all right, let, 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 let's get back on track. <laughs> I don't know. Life at 828. The worst yeah. thing I've heard until now are the Pelkas rumors, I oh, think. Yeah. Is that really the worst? It can't be the worst. Come on, Pelkas is better than... Yeah, yeah but about what him. are you going to do with Belkas? What are you going to do with him? That's much worse than Pelkas. We're not even discussing that. Uh, yeah, I mean, since, since we, we were talking about potential departures, uh, by the way, guys, uh, a lot of you know this already. So Ruben Semedo um, is apparently not staying with Porto. They didn't trigger his, his buyout, which was, I think, 5.5, 5.6 million. Uh, as as most of you know, he got very limited minutes at Porto. I think he did he didn't play ninety minutes for six months. Um, is it a tactic to bring his price down? Uh, well, I don't think that Olympiacos will sell him for under four four and a half million, which is what we signed him for. But the the latest development is that um, uh, Jorge Jesus, the former Benfica coach who was at Flamengo the past few years, has uh, has signed for Fenerbahce as their new coach, and actually, uh, Lakis Gavalas oh, is commenting on this. Uh, said Mado going to Fener. Maybe, uh, don't be surprised to see oh, that. Don't be surprised to see that just, in the press in the coming days. Just get the criminals out, like, just get Semedo out. Also, the Quincy Promise thing is a complete joke. I don't want to murder. <laughs> no more murderers, no more killers, no more beater uppers. I don't even know what to call them. Um, also, uh, just like when you think things could be worse, like look at Fenerbahce. They just hired like a 90. Have you seen this guy, Jorge Jesus, Jorge, whatever? He looks like he's going to die, man. He's so old. He's like, it's like, I, I wish the man health, but. Could you imagine your coach being from like 1930? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google and see how how old George Jesus is. But one thing I will look say at a about picture it, of him. Come on, like, my dude, God, it's not great. I don't dude, know. One, dude, one thing I will say about George Jesus is that his um, his teams have played really good football, man. Uh, he's he's 67 years old. Go, I remember when he left Benfica for Sporting, and then they were, and then they, <laughs> they went on to lose the league two years in a row. Benfica <laughs> beat him over it, and then he disappeared to Brazil, and now he's back in Europe. Okay. Anyway, um, that's the kind of manager that potentially we would have gone for if if um, if Martins didn't re-sign a new contract. But yes. but 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 anyway, should we? Talk about this wing yes. backs. I said everyone's talking about it. Go. It's a shame what's going on with uh, nothing. That's nothing's happening. There's so many. Like I think that's the biggest takeaway. Um, it looks. I don't think we've been linked to one left back other than then what was the one i said for uh, Suarez. let's see how good he is going to be he's going to be playing for Pauk now um other than that we we saw the guy who plays for bayern munich but never plays 
who played for OM. Kuto, Mofeo, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of names at right back. A lot of them don't make sense. Other than if if Sheffield United says it's two million for George Baldock, you you give it to them yesterday. Like he's perfect. He's perfect. He's perfect. He's got Premier League experience. And this guy's not like a Premier League prima donna. He played in like the shittiest leagues in England and now he's made it to the top. I think he's perfect for what we need. He's consistent. He's tough. He's a fighter. He runs. He reminds me a lot of Omar as well. I love Good mentality. Mentality-wise, he's just tough. Yeah. You have to. You're for. You're from there, so you have to have the toughest mentality to play in those leagues in the UK. Like, uh, mate, you have some to be a of, warrior, man. Like Jamie, Jamie Vardy didn't break into the Premier League until he was 27, 28 years old, I think, and he played in Conference League, which is, I think, like the fifth division. In, in the in in England, so yeah, I mean, Baldock's story is 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 a really good one. Like he started playing at Milton Keynes, uh, MK Dons, yeah. and I think I think he had a loan move out to Iceland for a period of time. So you know, my worry with Baldock is that he's never been outside England. Yeah. Um, I wonder. I wonder how well he would adapt. I think the fact that he's in the Greek national team and that he will blend in with some of these guys uh, through the national team will help his adaptation. Um, but but otherwise, like you know, the Omar comparison. I've seen a, a couple of games. The guy is just the guy is an absolute machine. Like he can play and run for 180 minutes, like up and down the line, boom, 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 just nonstop. Uh, I've read some funny comments about Baldock being the right back version of Oleg and things like this, but Kamiaskis, like no comparison, guys. I'm not Mm. saying like he puts in a cross like David Beckham. Like guys, those kinds of players, they're not going to come and play for us. Forget it. We're not going to find the Trent Alexander-Arnold or, you know, Labrador might think Trent is shit, but, you know, we're not going to get get Reese James or whoever at right back. George Baldock's a fucking steal for two million. For two million, what are you going to get? Like, what, what are they looking at? Do you read the names we're looking at? The one of the Manchester City guy who played for Braga. Are you kidding me? That's bullshit to sell a newspaper. Like, are you people actually buying that? That he's going to, after coming from Braga, which had a very good season, it's a very serious team, he's going to come to Olympiacos. Are you kidding me? It's like, the guy has is a serious footballer. I, I Like, yeah, is that the name? Jan Kuto? Is he the one from Manchester City? Like, it's not happening. Like, you just, got, you just bought a newspaper. Like, that. that is why they write these stories. There's... Jan Kuto is not happening. I, I who who is seeing Jan Kuto play? Honestly, like there's no way. If How you've seen, that? if you've seen, if any of you in the chat right now have watched Jan Kuto play for more than ninety minutes, let let us know in the comments, and we're yeah. going to drop the link, and we want you to come and tell us about Jan Kuto, please. I've never seen him play. I've watched some YouTube videos, but YouTube videos, you know, Henry on Yakuru was great on YouTube videos as well, but. I, anyway, I see the people not loving Baldock or whatever, but for fuck's sake, we have nothing. Like, what What are we even... We, we got Kenny Lala right now. What, we're desperate. So we're looking at the washed-up player of Bayern who played eight games there. We're looking at who even else? Sambia? Sambia. Is he from, Sambia. Is he from Sambia. Nantes Montpellier. Montpellier. Yeah. Okay, that one I actually like. I like him as well because he's 24, 26. To be honest, people, I'm not even going to pretend. Like, I don't watch any of these players. Like, I look at the profile, I look at the resume, and I look at a bit of the stats. The one from Bayern is a complete joke. The one who played for OM, Saar. See the one? I That's a bad one. That's really bad. Um, I And and I'm going to answer this right now. Yes. 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 I, I think La La... I saw Lala give a goal right to a guy right in front of my eyes, like against Atalanta. Like it was like clear the ball, man, clear the ball. You just have to poke the ball away, and he just 
la la is a nothing the guy mentally is not even here i it, doesn't, it just doesn't click it hasn't clicked he, he doesn't work I, he's french i don't know maybe he misses france he wants baguettes croissant i don't know i do too but i can live abroad it's okay but uh really we're what we're looking for is we're looking for something and i i, I saw something in turkey Oh, someone sent it to us like Omar Al-Dalawi is now being offered to Olympiacos as well. I don't know if that's true. He's got real health problems now with, with his eye. I don't know what they're going to do. But they need someone in 12 days, man. Lala cannot be your right back in preseason. I'm sorry. Like, Lala's got to be gone by July 1st. You need someone. You need someone for the call. Lala Oh my God! I I don't think any of us can can see Lala play another game for Olympiacos. I, I, this is it. This is it. Thank you, ASG Seven. Lack of focus, mentally weak. He had some. He had a fantastic game um, against Fener and against the Panathinaikos. One of the games that we didn't win. We didn't win any games against Panathinaikos this season. Uh, mm-hmm. Look at my eyes. I watched him on the game versus Ludogorets. Um, I was at the, the first game, the home match, Ludogorets, and I remember him in the first five, ten minutes. Yes, uh, I remember that. Very, very good, like making breaks down the right and the left. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, I, I can't. And I don't think the coach wants him anymore, it's clear. Um, I think the, the other thing with Baldock, if you, okay, let, let, let's say for argument's sake, like Jan Koto and Baldock are the options. Like Jan Koto... Young, you know, pace, Brazilian, you know, Olympiacos fans love a bit of flair. Um, I, I, I'd go for experience at the back. I think he offers more balance, more experience. And just the, the season starts very early. Do we want to really bring in a guy like Jan Koto? I honestly, I don't know why we're even speaking. If he's the guy from Man City who we read about with the... Uh... We played at Braga. There's no way this guy's going to Olympiacos after playing a good season at Braga. Braga's going to be in the Champions League. They did so well in the league, I think. They they did very well in the Europa League this season. Quarterfinals, yeah. No, there's no way. Manchester City are also not morons, too. If they, I think they're quite serious about developing people. They've seen it. What a clown show this has been, like, um, over here developing players recently. Are they really going to say send someone over for develop they saw the let's be honest if you're an english team and you have a young fullback you're going to see oh how is olympiacos done with young fullbacks ruben vinagre was their last young fullback they took on loan how did that go not so great so i mean that that that, that was a poor choice from the beginning because ruben vinagre anyone that knew him anyone that had watched wolves play knew that nuno played a 352 and that yeah. Ruben Vinagre never played in a 4-3-3 or a 4-4-2 system. Um, Laggy, I don't agree with you about Bulldog and Lala comparison, but I do agree with you here. Uh, I don't know why we didn't sign Saliakas. I think that was fucking stupid. Yeah, uh, he was not- there too. He was just there. Like I didn't. I don't rate him. I, I don't rate him very highly, as you know. But. Sandruzzo's our current right back at backup right back. But but you know that the reason the reason we kept Andruzos and Vrusai, okay, not the reason, but part of the Greek for registration. Exactly. And Saliakas is an academy player, so he would have given us more options when we're submitting our squads for for Europe. It was a no-brainer. And I'm not saying he would be starting, but statistically too. Saliakas was the best right back in the league this season. Like crosses completed and tackling and passes completed. He was in the top three uh, for all those metrics. So I I think it was a dumb, I think it was dumb to to, to not pick him up. I, I, it's just like a simple move. You offer him a free contract, you pay him, you overpay him maybe just a little bit, but he's a Greek player, so it's not that much. And this one's interesting too. Yeah, Karbovnik, man. Can we talk about mismanagement? Incredible. And then he was playing at the end of the season. It was like, why? Why is this guy even here? No, why no, why is he playing? Was... Um, yeah, you're right. That's just another example of just 
buying or signing a player for the sake of signing a player. I don't know. Um, I, I, I have a lot of questions about how things are working in the back room, who's making decisions, how decisions are being made uh, I, on criteria, but we can do a whole other podcast. We can this. talk about that another day, but it's just, I'm, I don't believe shit in the papers until any, I don't believe any of it anytime, but by July 1st, I want to see something July 15th, a week before our thing, I would want to see five to six moves. I want to see new players. And I want to see a change of system. You mean June or July, Labro? You mean July, June. July, July, July first. By July first, oh. I want to see three, four players here already. I and by July fifteenth, a week before the qualifiers, I want to see. I want. I want to see some of these players playing. I. I can't go into next season with Kenny Lala, and Oleg Reobchuk, and the same fucking shit system that we ended last season with we need changes whether that also be kunde coming in like screw it he had a decent end to the season i don't know just something new we can't keep rolling out the same thing maybe fortunis comes back in preseason i doubt it i don't think there's anything left there but we'll see we'll see well uh, we've done the rounds. We're yeah. we're almost an hour in, guys. Yeah. Um, I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up here. Um, there'll be plenty of other episodes, guys. Like we'll keep you guys updated on everything going on with regards to the team transfers. We'll be back again. It's an interesting again. summer. It's very yeah. interesting summer. This whole thing with Nottingham Forest too. Also, they changed the Greek transfer deadline to September fourteenth. You read that? That maybe uh, maybe that offers something. I don't know. Well, let's see what competition mm. we'll be playing in. Oh, indeed, 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 everyone. But oh. uh, but yeah, guys, thanks for thanks for sticking with us uh, again. If you haven't subscribed already, hit the subscribe button. Please like this episode. Like the like really does help in terms of dissemination okay. as well. Getting also the comments. Out. Literally, Comment just write through. like something stupid like. Yeah. Ooh, let's go. You know, like it literally does something. I don't know. I think it it helps the algorithm. It pushes it. Yeah. The more likes, yeah. the more comments, more people will see it. Yeah. Um, so, le yeah. Le leave us your comments, guys. Like, do you think El Arabi is going to resign? Do you think we should be resigning El Arabi? Um, why don't you even drop like what players, you know, who's your dream? Like, who, who are the players you'd love to see? Maybe be realistic as well, or uh, up to you. Like, leave us your comments. Um, Ricardo below. Quaresma. Quaresma. Last dance, baby. Last dance. <laughs> bring Ronaldinho back, like you know, some Jaga Bonito. Like, bring him back from retirement. That will. Oh god. That will get. You know who could come in? Leo Salino. Still playing, maybe. I don't know. Leandro Salino. Who knows, man? I'm. I'm just. I'm desperate for a new right back. You know. Bring him back. Bring him in. Drager? Who knows? Vagelis um, is giving you jokes, man. You know, like... this the perfect statue of Lala for his time at Olympiacos is when he let the Atalanta guy just walk past him, drink his little espresso, and score a goal. That I think that's the statue. I think that's the one. Just like him being like, please, would you like to score this goal? Be her guest. Yeah. <clears throat> nope. Guys, before wrapping up, there's one more thing. Uh, stick stick with me for one minute. We have the Gate 7 International Indeed. Awards coming up again. Uh, we did it for the first time last year. Um, watch out on Instagram. Uh, follow us on Instagram if you don't already. We will be uh, dropping in the stories the different categories for, for this year's Gate 7 International Awards. We have MVP, uh, most improved player, transfer of the season, Greek player of the season, um, coat of the season, palto, dischronias, uh, flop of the season, whatever you want to call it. Um, but also, you know, for those of you that that, that watch us uh, regularly, you know, what was your favorite moment? Uh, Podcast on moment the of the year. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was it last year? I forget. I'd have to look back. I'd have to look back. Goal of the season as well. And you know what? Just to, yeah, okay. 
just to you know start getting the juices flowing. Labra, what was what was goal of the season for you um, this year? We score any goals this season? I can't even remember. I think for for, for me for me, Tikinio's goal against Fenerbahce, the the winner in stoppage time, that got me out. I of literally myself. can't remember anything. I. I... It was I literally a, don't. I, I you could literally. That? I could sit here for an hour. I I can't think of any goals that were. I'm gonna say El Arabi's goal versus. I don't know. Just one of them. I don't remember any of them. Cisse's goal. Did Cisse score a goal? I don't know. Cisse's goal versus blank. I don't. The vote is open, guys. What was yeah. your goal of the season? Leave it in the comments after this, uh, and yeah. it will count towards the votes okay um more on that follow us on all our on all our channels and uh keep up to date with us thanks for sticking with it guys and um see you next time kalinikta kalimera wherever you guys are see you next time Ciao.